Yeah, he's looking like Dave. full on Shaggy from Scooby Doo. That's what our man Dave is looking <laughs> yeah. like. Are are you trying to be the werewolf from Waxwork? I mean, I'm just saying, like, what's going on? Work, yeah. yeah, I'm working on getting hairy. <laughs> he works at the Wax Museum and he wears a sweater like, <laughs> just like Mr. Rogers. He can get out of crimes. We were actually before <laughs> the show. We were we were talking about how Mr. Rogers must have had the hookup with Bob Ross. Like they could get out of any trouble, whatever. Like, like. <laughs> That that sweater hit, hides a lot of secrets, folks. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, a lot of privilege comes with David that kind of Rogers power. What, the, what does Spider Man say? Great power know. comes with great responsibility, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, I, I yeah. don't know because I was talking about like how come Mister Rogers like none of his skeletons ever fell out of his closet because they were in the sweater. They weren't in the closet. <laughs> like, anyway, yeah, I don't know. That's a off off kilter joke about Mr. Rogers. Where's his sweater? I don't I don't know, I don't know. but yeah. PBS is writing us letters right now, so here we go. Please stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So we'll go right into some home Probably. video headlines so we don't lose listeners by the thousands. Okay. Home video headlines. Let's see what's going on. Uh I found out that Nicolas Cage is gonna play a cowboy in a movie called The Old Way. So that's like Nick Cage's first official Western. Uh yeah. I hope I mean the first thing you think is like Okay, batshit crazy, but with a six shooter in his hand, right? So here we go. He's worn cowboy yeah. hats before, so you know, it fit. I, I think it fits, right? So, actually, when they premiered that Mandy movie, he went to like what? Fi- I don't remember what film festival he went to, but during the Q and A, he was rocking like some crazy cowboy hat. And I yeah. think uh, he went. And by was the way, he went crazy it- for that movie. Yeah, he's got interesting yeah, yeah. style. Who did that? Who did the soundtrack? It was like, was it like Pantera or like it was one of those those type? I, I, oh, it was. I, um, DM, no, no, it, it was um, the guy who died. Actually, the guy who did uh, Sicario, right? Uh, uh, it was yeah. uh, King Crimson. Oh yeah, yeah. So they were there. They were there at the premiere, and like they were doing like a Q and A and shit. So anyway, he, I mean, he looks. He just. What I'm basically trying to say, folks, he looks like he could play like an old west legend, no problem, right? Oh yeah, he's yeah. got. Um, he, he's set. He's set. yeah. And then speaking of cowboys, we found out the official title of Young Guns Three is Guns Three. Alias Billy the Kid. Here's the confirmed returning stars: Christian Slater, Emilio oh, Estevez, Lou Diamond Phillips. Whoa! I Arkansas Bob. Yeah, what? Arkansas Dave Rudabar. Dave. Uh, Arkansas Dave. Right? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm Arkansas ready. Arkansas I'm Dave. ready. I'm ready to do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he didn't lose his head after all, right? I guess so. He said he got yeah. his head chopped oh, off man. in Mexico, but I guess he'll, he'll be there. Forget yeah. the text at the end. I made it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, um apparently though they can't get arnold for true lies the series which is coming out so they got steve howie now steve howie he's who, probably who most the, known who, who, who yeah exactly <laughs> who the fuck is steve howie right? i'm sorry uh, i never googled this Whatever. So, steve, so he, what? steve howie he's probably most well known for playing the neighbor in the shameless series and uh he there was this crappy halloween comedy that came out a few years ago called stan helsing so he actually played stan helsing i don't know if you guys saw that it was like a parody uh-huh. movie no all right. Well, I've heard of there it. You go. No. Yeah. And then um, continuing down the road of Halloween type related stuff, Disney's is going to reboot uh, Haunted Mansion again, but this time with Owen Wilson, Tiffany Haddish, and Lakeith Stanfield. Um, no mm. word yet if they're playing ghosts, if they're the haunted, or if they're the possessed. Who knows what they're doing with this thing? I mean, it's a ride. Everybody knows the Haunted Mansion ride, you know, classic yeah. Disney. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say about this because they made a movie with Eddie Murphy. I don't I think did, I never watched. One. I never watched the movie. Have you yeah, guys? It, I, I've absorbed it half bad? of it because okay. it used to play uh, when I worked at a video store. We used to play it on loop for a, for a minute. <laughs> it's that old? Oh, wow. 
fine. Yeah, and then yeah, no. <laughs> uh, uh, there's a horror movie out by James Wan, who did all the Conjuring movies, mm. and the what's that doll movie that's really popular? Annabelle. An- Annabelle. Yeah, he Annabelle, basically yeah. like has a whole universe now of horror movies, and he did the Aquaman thing. But now he has a new yeah. horror film called Malignant, which is like really actually dividing horror fans like right down the middle. Like there's like fifty percent are on board, fifty percent are like get me off this. I wish I didn't buy the <laughs> ticket. And uh, you know, I mean, uh, we'll circle back around to Malignant because it's what everybody's talking about. But actually, it's Snyder. Real. What's that? Go ahead. Uh, no, Go ahead. I'm just gonna say it is worth talking about. So we'll get to yeah, that yeah, point. yeah. So we'll yeah we'll explain how we're gonna get around to that one, folks. Um, but tonight we're actually talking a double feature. Uh, our feature presentations, I guess, in in tandem. Uh, Waxworks, which is by one of my favorite directors, Anthony Hickox. It's a wax museum owner uses his horror exhibits to unleash evil on the world. And the sequel that starts right after where the first one left off, you got Mark and Sarah. They have to use a portal in time to defeat the evil. Now, both movies kind of parody and incorporate famous uh, film monsters into the story. I made a list, and then I know Dave pulled some trivia, but I also wrote down... Um, do you want me to read the director's credits first and then go into your trivia, or do you want to start and then go and circle back? Yeah, go go over some of his credits. Okay, so... He, he's amazing. He made, yeah, so just in... So in 88, he made Waxworks, which we're talking about tonight. In 89, he jumped over to Sundown, The Vampire and Retreat. Then he comes back for the Waxworks sequel... Waxworks 2, Lost in Time in 92. He also comes out, Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. He's the director credit for that movie, which we all love. We actually covered Warlock the Armageddon earlier this year. Check out that episode. It's pretty good. Same dude. And then he also has a werewolf movie with Mario Van Pebbles, which actually, it's really weird. Like, that one is like kind of like watching love Dolph Lundgren's Punisher yeah. plus yeah. <laughs> like some version of the Wolverine from Marvel, but mixed together into like a crazy hybrid werewolf hero. Um, because that, that is like a almost a superhero movie, actually. The way he does werewolves is pretty different than like other other movies. But um It, it, it was so, really cool, yeah. He's got a lot of horror movie credits and a lot of science fiction type stuff tied into all his stuff. And then um David can fill us into why the actress didn't return for the, the second movie <laughs> yeah. among some other stories. Yeah. Which is too bad. She's a good actress. Um yes. but yeah, as uh John was saying, director um Anthony Hickox uh Waxwork was his waxwork was his first movie, and um, he got he he got it made because um, he actually backed into the car of uh, producer Stefan Arenberg, if I'm saying that right. Um, but not having a lot of money at the time, Anthony convinced him like, "Hey, I'll write you a script for three thousand, and we'll call it even." <laughs> so, um, and then, uh, wow. three day, yeah, within three days, Anthony Hickox. Uh, well, I don't know if within the time frame, but Anthony Hickox wrote the script in three days and delivered it. Um, the script was turned down by every major studio, um, but a producer friend of the head of uh, Vestron asked why he turned down the script. Well, it turns out it never made it past the readers of Vestron, and when the um, Head guy there finally read it. He greenlit it right away because just thought it was a good fit. Um, so uh, there was actually supposed to be displays for uh, Friday the 13th, Village of the Damned, and John Carpenter's the thing, but rights issues prevented that. Um, as John was saying, the original actress who played Sarah, Deborah Foreman, did not show up in the sequel because her and director Anthony Hickox were dating at the time and after the first one. Uh, but, yeah, and she's, and she's the girl, it, and she's the girl from Valley Girl, right? Yeah, she was. All right. Um, 
but I guess it was a messy breakup. So, uh, you know, I guess it was either Anthony or her for the sequel and they chose Anthony. (laughs) All right. Speaking of messy breakups, let's play our theme song so we don't give away the whole episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll be right back with more trivia after this. Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. All right, I guess I got just a couple other quick little things here. Um, So the ending of Waxburg 2 was actually supposed to be the intended ending to the first movie, but um, a struggling restaurant at the time ran out of time and money to finish up, so they had to create a brawl at the end of the first movie. Oh, and supposedly that affected his other movie, Sundown, Vampires in Retreat. He he said he went to the premiere of Earth Girls Are Easy, which Vestron kicked out, and... That movie tanked, and then he saw his budget like getting chunked. You know, he right. had to mean to go make his vampire movie. So, right. not to cut you off, but I wanted to add no, that no, too. No, that's a good. Um, I only have one other quick thing, and it doesn't seem like a big thing, except um, I I only noticed this after I saw the trivia. So, Drew Barrymore has a blink and you'll miss a cameo in number two as one of the girls Wait, in the notes. What? She's yeah. Asked. Okay. Well, I'm, so she's in the. Okay. So what's great about these movies is I was. All right, uh, sorry. <laughs> what's no, also no, great about these movies is the director almost has like a multiverse of characters like so kissy in the first movie every wax exhibit is actually like a demonic character inspired by like a famous horror movie right like or there's Mark the wolfman <laughs> yeah. uh phantom of the opera yeah market aside like or 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 terrible characters in history right now the second movie i made a list so it references house on haunted hill it references aliens frankenstein yep. dr jekyll and mr hyde Dawn of the Dead, Jack the Ripper, Nosferatu, Godzilla, um, Forbidden Planet, and it also wraps up with a uh, rap, because in the 90s, <laughs> I wrote this down, so many horror movies were ending with these rap songs. Nightmare 4, Are You Ready Freddy by the Fat Boys. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> there's Gangster's Paradise, obviously, in, um, uh, what is it called, Dangerous Minds, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. There was obviously the two from Will Smith that he did for Wild Wild West and Men in Black. MC Hammer did one for the but, original Adams Family. I don't by, remember that. But by, by yeah. the way, Will Smith did do Nightmare on Elm Street one also. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think it was did. for one of the movies, but it was, he did a Freddy he, song. He, yeah, he did a Freddy song. Just giving you a heads up. Yeah. Wow. That's right. well, I'm going to have to look that yeah. one up now because well, yeah. I made sure that like tonight when we cover these movies, I had the guys look for the raps because... If you oh, play it on services like so 2D, it, it suggests another movie and then cuts into the credits and it plays during the credits. So if you don't see the whole rap, you're like, you don't get you don't get the full effect, you know. It's uh, probably my favorite part of the movie, by the way. But it's, just <laughs> <same>. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I mean, I can't get enough of this, these movies. I, I don't know how many times I've watched them. I think I saw them, I was probably like eight or nine the first time I saw the first one. Maybe. I, I yeah. have not seen this in like 20 years and it still holds up. It's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got me great. Right. I mean, I got like back to back. I got like two pages of like, I got to make sure I mention this, make sure. I yeah, yeah. That. Like, I don't want to leave the audience hanging on this one. Like, if they've given up on all the movies we've suggested this year, like, I want them to make sure that they hit these, these couple Check ones. Check out Waxworks movies. Trust me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, 
Nikki Lates, your favorite bit. Are you going to talk about part one or part two or both? Yeah, I'll, I'll do both. Uh, my okay. favorite bit from part one is the werewolf stuff. I love great. I love the werewolf stuff. And then my, for part two is the alien stuff. I love the like yeah. spoof on alien. I'm like, this is so cool. I mean, it doesn't <laughs> look like the normal alien, but it works. I, you know, you know what I'll say about the alien bit is like they the actors took it so seriously. They did. Like, yeah. like for them, <laughs> the whole movie yeah. was an aliens movie. You know, you know what I mean? Like they were there. You know, like, and, and there was a lot of like cool camera work at the time. And then like it, it, like I'm looking back and going like, this is 1992. Like they're doing some stylish stuff. I well, really so, enjoyed it. Do you think maybe the director's like, here's my chance to do like 20 movies that I always want to do, and I'll never get to do them all. Let's put them all I, in one movie. I told you, <laughs> and I think Waxwork, Waxwork Two is that movie. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I love Waxwork too. And one. I love them both. So what do you think? Is that a binge now, binge later, binge never for you? Oh, I'm gonna say binge room? both of them now. And also yeah. you have you literally have swashbuckler stuff. You have <laughs> sword fighting like better than Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm just saying. Oh, it's kind of like uh Douglas <laughs> like Fairbanks, yeah. like classic, yeah. classic yeah. movie sword it's fighting. So cool. Yeah. 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 It's 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 almost like funny. I, I love both these movies and I would highly recommend. And you got the guy. From Die Hard, so can we can we just acknowledge that the bad guy from Die Hard? Hell yeah, I'm I'm all on board. Is he the same guy? You guys didn't know that? I thought he was the guy. I thought he was the guy from Ghostbusters too. No, 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 no. Part part two. He might be. He was no part two. The guy is the guy from Die Hard. Let me let me double. We're talking about a Germanic norm like Normandic actor with blonde hair and blue eyes. We don't think we're they're all they're all alike. No. I'm gonna find this out. I know uh, this is the guy from Die Hard. I'm just saying see John or Nick is thinking Die Hard. John just said um another movie that I've just forgotten. I don't Um, think it's that I don't think it's that guy because I think he has a different nose structure. They look similar though. See, I and I recognize I'm, I'm, I'm going to find out right now. I'm just saying. What is, See, and I what recognize him as the guy from The Money Pit, the one that like seduces Shelley Long away from Tom that's Hanks. The, no, that's the same guy. Is that the same guy? That's the same yeah. guy from Die Hard. That, that's what I'm saying. All right, just, so you look at the – Nick's going to do the I, research. We're going to flip over to Dave so we don't have any holdbacks. All right. Yeah. So, Dave, your favorite bits and ratings from these movies. What's up? Um, I will say I'll take a bit from one and two because they kind of connect. Um, I really love the Romero zombie references, Um, the first mm. one being Night of the Living Dead. Um, kind of pitch mm. perfect even for that time, like he found the right film stock or whatever. Um, and then I was surprised to see in part two that they had a reference to Dawn of the Dead, which makes sense. Uh, if you're going to do one, why not do the other? Um, the second movie definitely oh, felt like um, an influence on Cabin in the Woods with like, let's try to fit every reference we can with what budget we have into this movie. <laughs> and, you know, you got to yeah. you got to love that. Um, so uh, binge now, I'm going to say Waxwork. Uh, binge later, I'll say Waxwork too, although it is fun. And I did a bonus. I For some reason, I watched the original uh, House of Wax with Vincent Price, which I say binge never because it's oh, boring. I thought it was. Okay. Um, 50s horror movies are hit or miss. Like they're not, eh, you know, they're product of their time. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> So right, I, I have uh, lots. Of, I, I just proved it. You but found by it. The way, what it? So yep. it is the guy from Die Hard. Holy it is the guy from Die Hard and uh, Money, Hunter, Money Pit wow. and, and Witness. So it is. Wow. I, I was right. Yeah, wow. one of the there same. One of the same dude. There you wow. go, guys. Yep. Man, he had a more career in the eighties. Badass. Yeah, yep. Just saying. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So 
Mine's kind of long. Here we go. So in part one, Waxworks. So I loved the establishing of the friends I thought was well done in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. It had really good banter in the beginning, so you get along with their little clique of, of friends, so you, you care what's happening. It was funny that they named a character China because I think the joke at the time was the China scare in the 80s. Everybody was worried about China, jobs, uh, industry, whatever, mm. part of the Red Scare maybe, blah, 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 whatever. Um, can can and, I say uh, one thing? Can I say one thing? Yeah. The guys wore like suits, and it was kind of cool, right? Like all our all our main characters. Like, what do you mean? No, like um, – uh, the guys Are you were talking like, about just the eighties when just the eighties were like, yeah. they smoked cigarettes and they wore suits. It was just like it just oh, looked right because because I'm just talking about the look, right? Yeah, so their group was um like what do they call them? The mods? This is so in the eighties they were like yeah. if you weren't a punk in the eighties, you were like a square or a mod. So and you, you were like this. Suit yeah, yeah. So and, they were going to yeah. They were drinking and going to speakeasies, the kids in this yeah. movie. What were that were that group of kids going out to like that kind of hidden bars and stuff. So I, I just um, wanted to acknowledge the fact that like that looked kind of like, cool, right? Like yeah. fake aristocracy, <laughs> fake like society, exactly. yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, my favorite exhibits in the first movie are the family of vampires at dinner time, and mm-hmm. then the you mentioned mm-hmm. already the werewolf at the cabin. And but my favorite bit of all time in the first one is that the grandpa's friend shows up towards the end with it looks like a bunch of like expats from Britain that he just found at the local pub. Like he walked into a pub and said, "Like, hey guys, uh, we're gonna have a beer, slog this down, and then we're gonna go over here and fight some evil at the wax museum." You know what I mean? And they're yes. like, "All right, let's go." You know what I mean? And they yeah, take off. <laughs> Don't need a question. Yeah, they just yeah. And then um, uh, in the second movie. My favorite part is the House on Haunted Hill style haunted house dimension with Bruce Campbell playing the professor, right? Oh my god! Like one of the best gags in the whole movie. Yeah, thank you. And I forgot. And I I love that it's black and white, and it looks so cool. Like, oh, it was so good. Yeah. See, it's funny you say House on Haunted Hill because I thought it was supposed. It felt like the original Haunting movie from the sixties. Maybe might be both. (laughs) Could be a little both. Well, basically, it's just any basic. Or or like haunted house movie, right? So yeah, uh, but it's just really it's just there's a ma- there's like a major over the top gag where they've like flailed open Bruce Campbell's. Here's the spoiler alert for the evening, folks. They've opened uh, Bruce Campbell's chest while he's like tied to a wall in the basement, and they even go as far as to throw a bag of salt in his wounds, like literally salting mm-hmm. the wounds. You know, um, so that's that's my favorite gag of that. But did you guys catch the Back to the Future reference at the end of the movie? Like she gets a time, she gets a time key delivered by a a You don't remember part two? At the end of part two, spoiler alert! Yeah, spoiler alert! The second one. (laughs) There's these little time compasses that they use in the movie to go between the portals, and then at the end, when he becomes a time where he leaves her, remember she goes back to her court case to prove that she didn't murder her stepfather because she has a zombie hand, and then and then a postman delivers her a letter that he's like, we've had this in our office for 60 years or whatever to be open on this day after your trial well in in back to the future they're like are you marty mcfly we've had this in our postal office for 150 years to be open on this day delivered to you in 1953 december whatever it is you know (laughs) like Hmm. and and so you know uh back to the future did it first so yeah it's just really uh just really funny 
Um, Nick, you're frozen too. I don't know why. Am, am <laughs> I? Think you can, can you hear me? I don't me, think you can see this, folks. We can no, hear no. you. Yeah, you're just like okay. your whole image is like frozen. And it's like you're contemplating whether or not I'm telling you the truth about the back to the future. I don't know what happened to my internet, but as long as you can hear me, we're good. Yeah, yeah it's fine. I'm, I'm yeah. contemplating. I'm contemplating what you're saying, John. I'm just. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. yeah. Fully <laughs> contemplating. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so in fan service, uh, our fans on Instagram agree that so uninvited uh, is a horror cat movie that actually looks like dog shit. Like everybody was like, "Yeah, no, we're not going to tune in for this movie." <laughs> like, uh, uninvited. Yeah, remember I was telling you about the house cat alien movie. So we were watching these oh. movies, and I was looking for weird entries. And so this is an alien bacteria that lives inside a house cat. When it comes out of the mouth, it looks like a tiny cat inside of a bigger cat, and it eats people. And I go. This should be a good movie, but no. As it turns out, it's like the Melting Man all over again. Like it's not. It's, it's like okay. one of those. Things. I, I don't know. I don't even remember you mentioning the title. I remember you saying Alien Cat. I think Uninvited. Uh, I think that like shitty two thousands um, ghost movie. Nick, I'm gonna boot you and then come back uh, in oh, and see if it. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I... <laughs> oh poor Nick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Who knows. Oh, no, we lost Ooh. Nick. He had some internet yeah. trouble. But anyway, we'll keep going. We're about to we'll talk get... about Malignant anyway. He told us to boot yeah. him when we talked about Malignant. So we arrived <laughs> at our staff picks. Our staff pick of the week kind of unanimously is this movie called uh, Malignant because Dave asked me if I watched it. I said, why? Well, Plan to. And then the timing was funny because I think you said, Dave, that this is a weird movie and would line up for all the weird movies yep. that we're watching. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't know that going in. It just the, the previews sell it as a straight ghost movie. Um and it is it is a lot of movies actually in one. It's a uh, to quote that uh, that I uh, think you should leave sketch. It's a cosmic gumbo. <laughs> just... Well, it makes it, it does some crazy stuff and makes like really bold choices. And I think that's what's splitting the horror fans is like it's not they're not achieved they're not getting their expectations or it's it's either exceeding or not exceeding their it's it's weird. It's like some people are being really harsh about it and other people are really into it, but. We're gonna come back next week and cover the whole damn thing as like a yeah, special episode. We'll give a full yeah, we'll do a full full review and rate it against other movies. So circling back, watch to it because we're gonna spoil it. <laughs> yeah, um, it kind of ties into like Waxworks in one and two in the same kind of style because it does like an eighties nineties direct to video horror movie tone really through the whole thing. So yeah, I mean, it has a in. big you know well that with the big budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but... it's definitely something that the binge watchers should cover. Probably it's definitely like up our alley. Um, if Nick was here, he usually says what comes next. I don't know if he's coming back. Maybe he's not coming back. We'll be done oh, no. by the time he gets. Oh man. Um. So we've already said we're gonna actually uh, break away from our lineup because we're gonna squeeze in Malignant. That's what we're gonna cover next week. So thanks for tuning in. If you wanted to watch Waxworks one and two as of recording, they're available. I think on the Roku channel and uh, the second one. IMDb, TV, Tubi. Yeah. yeah, like most on-demand services have it. Uh, I have somewhere floating around in my closet. I think I have like a double-featured DVD. Actually, like if you look online, the cover that comes up mostly is like split down the middle. Like yeah. part one's on one side and part two's on the other side. Um, I think we can wrap it up. I don't know. I don't know if that was like an accident on purpose. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> he kept texting that. He kept well. He kept texting to me like, "Hey, when you guys start talking about *Malignant*, I'm gonna leave, or you can mute me so I don't hear your discussion about the movie. I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> I don't want to. So ruin he doesn't it. even know we're like, covering it yet. Oh. No, <laughs> he knows. No, no, no. He knows we're covering it next week. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he good. Knows what That's I'm. good. Um, 
But, you know, we won't keep Dave all night because he's got to get back to painting pictures like Bob Ross. He's been watching a lot. Of, actually, no. Actually, Dave's been watching Alf. Of all things, Dave has been watching a lot of Alf. It is the perfect uh, background uh, noise show. What do you mean? Most, I don't well, think the audience I, knows what you mean by that. Like background. Well, I, I do because uh, you tell me all the time, but I don't think they know what you're talking about. Well, I, like many other Americans since the pandemic, started working from home. And so you need something on in the background. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't like to be silent. So Wait. I th- did you did you submit on air during your day job that you turn movies on? Is that that's background noise. I mean, well, you know. I guess it's better than being like an official or a newscaster, like masturbating during a Zoom call or something <laughs> like that. One dude. <laughs> but no, like sitcoms, like especially like Alf. Like once you know the characters, you don't have to have your eyes glued on the screen. And like, it's a perfect. Yeah, uh, I, I, I mean, you know the formula, right? The family has yeah. to hide the alien, and sometimes he tries to eat the house cat. Right. That's that's every episode. Right. Although and I maybe did- the. I did have to watch on a break, like the best episode. It was the one I think you and I like laughed our asses off when we saw it was um, Alf makes a music video, uh, like an 80s rhythmic music video hairband style. Uh, so I think, I don't know, it's in the first season. Should have written. So I didn't mean to cut you off. I was trying to catch you at the end of the sentence, and then no, that's the song played over you. Yeah, I don't know what uh, else you had to say about Elf. Holy crap! No, it's fine. <laughs> no, not Nick, much. Nick just came. All right, I'm gonna let him in so we can say goodnight. Hey, Nick. <laughs> what, hey, Nick. What, what did second, I miss? <laughs> second, surprisingly, you missed the spoilers for Malignant, so you're safe, buddy. Actually, that's amazing. Is my video working? Okay. No, no. Right. Just say goodnight to the people. Uh, guys, I love you guys. Good night to the people. <laughs> Dude, what happened on my internet? I just got back. I was like uh, ready to party. Wow. Actually, 